Welcome to another 1905 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Tracy. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't be up. Welcome to another 1905 podcast. Hello, I'm Tracy. And Hi. this evening I'm joined by Jordan. Yo, yo, yo. And or should I say... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Ashley! Hi, everyone. I hope you're having a smashing night. <laughs> okay, so... How's everyone um, doing after that? Yeah, just to, like, put a little footnote, we're actually recording this straight after the Leicester game. We are so happy. Um, <laughs> we're we're going to do our best, because we're going to... Do you know what, guys? Do you know what, guys? Go on. No more cameos ever. <laughs> unless, unless, unless a it's a deaf fucking dog. Yeah. The dog oh, tried true. to join in just on our pre-chat. So, you know, anything oh, can happen. That, yeah, that is true. That I'm is true. Already, I'm always ready to film what goes wrong. So don't you worry. If there's anything to need that anyone needs to see, I'll, I'll be showing it. <laughs> okay. So... We're obviously coming in off the back of the uh, Leicester game. I, I, I just want to say, we're going to talk about Fulham first. Um, obviously, we won 1-0. And, and then, you know, we could talk about uh, to, uh, talk about Leicester. Or we could just end it here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, that is true. I mean, if when you say Leicester, do you mean Leicester game? Because I think we could say a lot of good things about Leicester. But... I'm oh, I couldn't right now. Game. Yeah, but I, I, well, yeah. they 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 were good. They were good. We were terrible, but yeah, let's start with Fulham. Let's start okay. with them. Um... So we came into this game off the back of a bad spell, um, and they had found some recent form. So dare I say, my expectations were a lot less <laughs> of us because we had <laughs> not been doing so well, and they had clearly picked up a a, a, a few good results, and they looked like they were you know, really working together as a team to, you know, try and get themselves out of trouble. Um, the team selection. Now, it was the first thing that jumped out of me where I've written the words random or justified. Now, it, Frank had said before that game that um, the results hadn't obviously been favourable for us and it called for a change. Now, he mentioned Zuma um, as one of those taking the fall for that game um, and that he was potentially looking for bigger characters or leaders and that that was no offence to Zuma but he figured that Rudy was that man because he was a character um, I really struggled with that I don't know how Zuma doesn't play in, in my eyes I don't know how Zuma doesn't play and the other, ugh, I thought it was a bit unfair on Billy and um, Callum because, bearing in mind, Kante was out for the Fulham game. I struggled to understand how this kovacic Jorginho thing still continues to be a thing. Um, mm. I'm not the biggest Georgie fan. I support him. He plays for Chelsea. Whoever pulls on that shirt, you know, gets my back in. But when you're looking at Billy Gilmore and the boy has been in games now where he's made such a difference I don't even know how that comes about now now Frank's obviously impression of that is is that he's looking for bigger 
characters, leaders, maybe he thinks Billy's not quite there yet, maybe he's relying on Georgie to draw on a bit of experience. What did you think, Ash? I think um, our luck changed, if you like, against Arsenal. It was a woeful performance and what they did to get out of that slump against us was chuck a load of youth in. Because I think youth does bring something else. It's players with a point to prove. Yeah. Um, we saw it last season um, when we were losing to Arsenal and brought Tariq Lamptey on. Changed the game for us because he just he, he wanted it so much. We had that injection of pace, that injection of just that youth, mm-hmm. like youthful enthusiasm. And I think I, I agree. I think Billy Gilmore, for me, would have been would have been a, a shoe in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Callum Hudson Odoi was just ridiculously. I, I, I mean, I, I question that decision from Frank to not play him. He was riding high of form. Well, he did um, actually say. If he'd have, yeah, he, he did. should have played him. He did, the but then what? That, that, that's the sort of hindsight that a manager shouldn't be having. He should, he should know. Yeah. He should, if he, if he's had that thought before the game that Callum should be starting, he needs to listen to that that instinct or whatever's telling him that. Um, and Callum. I think, you know, against Fulham, he probably would have had quite a good game had he been given the 90, or at least mm-hmm. the majority of it started. Sure. And then, we're, then we've got a player who's youthful, keen, and even more informed going into a difficult game against the likes of Leicester tonight. So for me, I think I agree. I, I, I think Callum should have started. I think Billy should have started. Um, and at centre-back, maybe Zuma just needs to hashtag hustle on some social media posts a bit more. That's, yeah. Do you know what the mad thing is? about Hudson Odoi though? He played obviously twenty minutes, mate. He was like in that little cameo was better than apart from Mount, better than all of our players. Yeah. He had ninety-two percent pass accuracy, two out of three accurate long balls, two out of two ground jewels, one, one key pass, two tackles. I understand it was like one nil, but he changed the game massively. Yeah. And if the manager knows that before the game. Why wasn't he starting? So That's for me, I mean, there were definite question marks. I understand. Yeah. I understand Frank's, you know, thought process in that something needs to change. That's that's sure. that's good. Something does need to change, but was was it the right change? You know, were they the right changes for mm. me on that occasion? No. I mean, obviously, we ended up winning the game one nil, but um, I still. Uh, I don't know. I looked at the Callum thing, and obviously, it was in the cup, wasn't it? He played before. The Fulham game. Yeah, against and, Morecambe, yeah. Yeah, and mm. I just can't help thinking he was the only one with any bollocks to run at anyone at that point, apart <laughs> from Mount. Mount plays his game, and I feel like he consistently plays his game. And the only way mm. Mount doesn't come off if if people aren't with him, because that's his job. Yeah. He has to bring other people into the play. He goes, everyone should go with him, and they kind of yeah, haven't sure. been. And I felt like, as you just said, Jordan, I feel like the, the wavelength between them two was like, you know, on this on the same dial, they they both worked effectively hard, albeit for for Callum was only twenty minutes, but it, it worked. You know, like he mm. showed a load of energy, a load of desire, the pace, the tempo, sure. like everything he did. And then, I mean, I've written notes where I've just put we really started slowly against Fulham. Badly. And yeah, yeah, I mean, we had a couple of chances. It wasn't too much to write home about. Um, it, we got stuck in our our own half for a long period of time in that first half, and <laughs> it, 
you know, if you've got no one taking that initiative to to drive out and 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 the thought process is to go sideways, 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 oh, backwards, we're 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 back to where we were when we were talking about all of our possession game pretty much being in our own half, like between the goalkeeper and the defenders. Yeah, and we did we did see that with Fulham. Like I, I think I said it in one of our group chats or something. Um, we're playing against Fulham. And it was a fairly tight game. And when they had the ball, it was taking them, I think we counted six or seven passes to get to our box. Mm. And we, could, we, we didn't intercept it. We didn't, we didn't stop that move. They got to our box with six or seven passes. In the opposite direction, we're taking 30 passes to, to get mm. to the box. And then there's 10 men behind the ball. And the amount of shots that Fulham blocked as well, we had, I, can't, I don't know the stats, we, they blocked quite a lot of shots. And that seems to be a common thing this season is the opposition blocking a lot of our shots um, well, purely well, because I think there's bodies back, there's bodies behind the ball. And on top yeah. of that, um, I think there was a, a moment in the game where they completely undone us in three passes. They, mm-hmm. we, we were like trying to play that possession game, keep hold of the ball. And then Fulham literally were just taking the ball and trying to create with every opportunity. They looked dangerous every time they actually got the ball. Now, I mean, I felt like potentially we were lucky to win that game. I think they just ended up a little bit toothless in the third half, worse than us. Um, but, I mean, you've got... I mean, we woke up after, like, 20 minutes. We picked up the pace. We were creating more chances. I was quite happy with the fact that we did pick things up. We didn't kind of stay in first gear for the whole game, which we have been guilty of. Um Mount was unlucky, it would work. Grody forced to save, you know. So, you know, there were there were chances being created. It just didn't feel clinical enough. Um, Giroud was pushing up high. He was adding real pressure. Um, and then I felt like Georgie got the ball and slowed the game right down. Now, am I the only one who yeah. sees that? Because I always feel like I'm really tough on him. And other people are a bit like, oh, well, you know, I think you've said before, like, he's a system player, like, this isn't, you know, it's not necessarily that this game is designed for him. But he literally takes the ball and he he doesn't look forward. He's looking to the side. And and if there's no options, he'll just go back. He won't take it on, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. I mean, how do you lot feel about him? I just I, f- I feel that also as well when Jorginho plays and a bit of Kovacic, one the game's much slower mm. uh, in terms of the midfield up to the um, the forwards, but I also feel like the gap as well between the defenders and the yeah. midfielder is ridiculous. Mm. Like we had them like couples of games where he was like sitting in between the defenders because of his lack of pace. And even that caused us issues because mm. he was just there. I don't, I, I, don't get me wrong. I feel exactly the same way as you, Trace. And I know Ashwood as well. I'll support him because he wears a Chelsea shirt, but he isn't good enough for the Premier League. No, yeah, it doesn't I, seem to fit this for me. I, 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 I stand by it. I do think he's a system player if we're isolating uh, Georgie. But I think, unfortunately for us, the problem's actually grown beyond... Mm that I think now we said it before I think at the start of this season where we felt like we were caught between two styles and now I heard the commentator tonight against Leicester commentator said um, you know Chelsea's style is possession based 
Now, the us. problem with that, the problem with that possession base is the idea of keeping possession at the back is to draw the opposition out, draw that press out, bring players forward, create gaps in behind, and then three or four quick passes to expose those gaps between the lines. And what we're doing is we're, we're, we're passing across the back into the full backs and we're shifting and that bit of play is fine, but then we're not transitioning from there quick enough. Mm. And I don't think that that solely can lie with Jorginho. I agree with what, what you both said about him, but I think Kante's been guilty of it. Oh, you yeah. know, a lot of yeah, the of course, course passes forward. I, I know I've said it. I'm a big fat Kante fan. I think he's the best defensive midfielder in the world. But I think he's he's almost forced too many passes forward this season, and they haven't found their target. And then we're on the back foot. And then oh, I know we're going to talk about Leicester separately, but I think we just we, we missed a defensive mid tonight. We had yeah. no presence in midfield, uh, despite Mount doing his best as always. But on the Jorginho thing, I think. It's easy to look at Jorginho in any game and say that, you know, it just doesn't work. But I think maybe it's not working at all with that, that style at the moment. You think the we possession are trying to pass base, the ball. Yeah, the I think we just need base. to that that link, we need that we need to link that possession at the back, across the back line, that needs to then transition a lot quicker. And I thought the same against Fulham. I thought, you know, what we did was we were we were very sort of pedestrian with our possession mm. and by the time we did get around the box we were having a mm. pop and it was yeah. being blocked and then of course because the, the attack's broken down we've committed loads of men forward teams can then break with three passes and find themselves deep into our, in our half mm. so sure. for me I think the other thing as well is um, we had Dave at the back and as you mentioned Trace we had Giroud up front and he was doing quite a good job but Reese James is better at crossing than Dave and we've had Dave there, great servant to the club, but is he still the right player when you're playing a target man like Giroud up front? You know, that's another question mark. Well, I think I remembered saying in the group chat that um, uh, we weren't really <laughs> forcing any sort of uh, crosses in. And then no. when I thought that like we were going to swap Giroud out, I was like, you watch them come flying in now. It always seems to be the way. Like, we don't play yeah. the, the, the right way for the person that we're targeting. And I felt with Giroud, I actually did think he had a really good game, but he was getting so frustrated. And I think that was literally because he'd got to a point where it's like, even when he did get the ball, he just, nothing was going for him. He just looked so frustrated. And then I felt like it did affect his game a little bit. I wouldn't say too much. Mm. But I mean, when you consider in the in uh, in the first half, we had a proper let let off with that Cavalero who kicked his own foot for a shot. Yeah, that should have been a goal. Wide open, and the only reason that didn't go in was because he fucked it himself. It was anything to do with our players closing him down or trying to get on top of him, and like mm. it was almost like an unforced error as such. But you're looking at that and thinking, right, okay, well, that should be one nil to them at this point. Like they've had yeah, the better chance. And then we yeah. waved goodbye to Robinson because he got his, his red card. And, you know, all of a sudden I was like, okay, well, at least we're going into the second half now, like, you know, down to 10 men. Not that it's easy to play 10 men, but, you know, surely even Chelsea can get on top of that. And it, yeah. it still felt really laboured, I thought. I thought. I mean, yeah. by the end of the first half, we had eight shots to their five, three on target to their zero, five corners to their one. At Chelsea, you're expecting at least one of those to be a goal, aren't you? Mm. 
Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a weird one at the moment. I hope we do find some sort of Tinkerbell fairy dust somewhere, like yeah. we did have, just to, you know, it's mad. Yeah, for me, I think, you know, coming back to the Leicester game as well tonight, I know we're not, not there yet, yeah. but... So apologies, I know you hate it when we do that, Trace. When I, really I do that. I really hate it when you do that, yeah. <laughs> but you mentioned Giroud sort of, you know, visibly stressed on the pitch. I think we're seeing more of that from all of the players at the moment, um, yeah. all across the pitch. Not not even just a heads down, like a, a genuine mm. stress on their faces. Mm. I think the pressure's really getting to them now. Um, and that is a big concern for me. Big question, though. Are they doing it to themselves? I mean, there's a lot of talk about Frank and we're not, I'm not going to go into that until we get to the Leicester game. But at the end of the day, we're literally uh, got 11 players on that pitch. They are paid footballers. No one is telling them to try and walk that ball into the net. Nobody. There's an instinct, surely, that if things don't look like they're going right, that ha- this, is, this is my thing. Like, we're looking at that and going, right, well, everyone's getting really frustrated and a bit stressed about situations. But at the end of the day, they're paid football. They don't just forget how to play football all of a sudden. It's It, it just feels like, do you remember when Frank Lampard said last year um, about uh, the player and, and playing for the badge uh, oh. thing that he said? It's, it just feels like some of the performances that certain players apart from I could only think apart from Mount just sometimes just look like they don't really care yeah they're just they're just there and doing it if you know what I mean like obviously yeah. uh, you got Mount and I, 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 well that's the only person I can say that is a is the consistent performer unfortunately it's, it's sad to say that you know that that's how I feel maybe people can look at me and think I'm a twat but that's how I feel I only feel like Mount at the moment is the only consistent player and Hudson-Odoi is giving it a good bit of welly in the last few games and them two I can only feel like that's where we're going with them two the other ones I just I don't know can, can I ask right so obviously Fulham go down to 10 men right before the break yeah we go yep. in at the break. This is a chance now to change what we're doing and mm. utilise our extra man, yeah? Now, there were no changes at half-time. Like, were you surprised? Because I was. Because I didn't see the need then for Kovacic and Jorginho to be on the pitch as a two. You're right. 100% right. Because if we if we change one of them, we we definitely would have had that sort of difference, adaptation to actually drive in the midfield yeah i just felt like it, it, it well like i said earlier i feel like every time every single time they play together it's just a very slow paced game in the mm. middle part of the park and then that affects our forwards and it affects our back four how about you were you surprised at no subs at half time considering the cards ash i think um it's an interesting it's almost like a paradox really with lamps at the moment because he seems to like his you know his comments before Fulham or about the Fulham lineup was something needs to change. So he's identifying something does need to change. Now 
surely someone who's looking at things when they're not going so well is more likely to turn around and go, right, well, we need subs at half-time. We, we need to make that change. Yet he thought that he would give the players that, that 11 another 20 minutes or whatever it was to make good of it. And it just, that's the, that's the weird thing I can't really get my head around. Like you, you want to make a change for impact purposes, but that doesn't stop with the, um, that doesn't stop with the, the starting 11. That should, mm. you know, that should, that should extend into substitutions. Like we, we don't really see him make a game changing sub. Like this season we haven't. Um, and last season we did. I think in in the second half we didn't end up seeing the right subs. If you want me to be honest, I just well, felt like they should the have been earlier. Look at the goal, you know. Again, yet again, that goal come from Callum Hudson Odoi driving into the box, and as soon as he's in the box, defenders they don't want to dive in, they don't want to give anything away. They sort of stand yeah. off a little bit, try and stand him up, and he's put a lovely weighted ball into the to the back stick. The ball's ended up coming back out to Mason Mount. On the edge of the area, or it just Drive inside it the area, in. yeah. and yeah. that you know, it was that was a great goal to to see, and that came from Callum's directness, and yeah, he's the sub we were all crying out for. I think at half time, weren't we? Well, I will say, like I did think in the early part of the second half, like we saw some really nice play. I felt like we'd come out with a bit more confidence. Maybe that hmm. was because of the cards. I don't know. Maybe felt like actually now this is a game we can win. Like, you know, like I think yeah. maybe something was instilled into them at half time that made them believe that actually we, we have got enough for this. Like, you know, albeit we've got an advantage to their detriment, but we're going to build well, on that. It, perhaps. It, it works the other way as well, doesn't it? Because they're already a resolute yeah. defensive team. As they've, you know, I think the five games before they played us, they conceded an average of 0.25 goals a game. Like they were conceding one every four games. That's it. Like it, that, you know, they they were drawing nil nil. They were winning or losing one nil. It wasn't like they were conceding many goals in the six or seven games in the run up to it. As many so, as us. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's why Zuma got dropped. Yeah. Well, well. Yeah. Um, so you know, Scott Parker. I think he realised, and he's another manager who is learning. You know, he's another manager who is in his infancy of his career. Um, and I think he needed to stop the rot drastically at Fulham. He needed to do something. So what he did was he's marshaled them. He's, he's got them defensively solid. Sound, yeah. And, and they, they are, you know, backs against the wall, 10 men behind the ball, diving in, making blocks and challenges. That's what they are doing well at the moment. And we face that. And then when they've got 10 men on the pitch instead of 11, they just sit in it even, even deeper. And that was really like, that was, you know, our chances at that point of breaking them down for me, although you, what you're saying is right. We came out of that confidence. It felt a bit like it was going to be harder in some ways. Mm. So I'm glad we stuck at it. And then 10 and, minutes from the end, pop up with a goal. And Mendy had a bit of a full Kepa moment uh, as well before Callum came on. Seems and to have won a game now, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. And is that, is that because we keep putting our defence and him in trouble? I feel like we use him at points where we really don't need to. It's the whole backwards, backwards thing. And, you know, like, uh, but I mean, with that, he literally just came out with no real need and it was just full Kepa. And I literally had my head in my hands and I was just like, no. I mean, is it no surprise that uh, Czech's hung up his boots and he's back in the office? I mean, mm. I have serious question marks over H Hilario being our goalkeeping coach I'm not gonna lie 
And that moment for me was a real eek moment. Yeah. I, th I think as well, sorry, if I can just jump in there. Yeah, of course you I can. I think we, we, we said it last season with Kepa that there was a lack of confidence coming from the goalkeeper, spreading through the back line, and just a, just the degree of uncertainty in every 50-50 situation, every like sort of slightly loose pass. And I think that's coming back. I think we're, we're lacking confidence. You know, Silva doesn't look the player he did eight games ago. Mm. Um, yes, strange. And, and, I mean, but everyone's... I noticed it against He's City. also looking very frustrated. Well, I think I mentioned it in one of one of our pods um, against City. There was a still photo of, of after a goal went in and they were all just like, they all just looked pissed off with each other. There was yeah. no cohesion. There was no one who was turning around going, right, come on. And that's, we had yeah, Silver pegged as like the leader, didn't we? Like the one to, to, yeah, to galvanise. Have, have changed, but it's, it's just, yeah. it, I think that, that lack of confidence at the back now is probably getting to Mendy because his mistakes are going to be highlighted more than anyone's. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I think a keeper is a lonely place, isn't it? Really, you're going to be yeah, highlighted for every for sure. last thing. Definitely. I tell you, I've got two sons. I've got two boys, and I just don't want them to be goalkeepers or referees or Tottenham fans. <laughs> Uh, that should have been first, <laughs> if you want me to be honest. Kick them out. Kick that them was out. an after four. <laughs> so I was talking about like on the pitch stuff. Right, so let's fast forward then. So we get to the 77th minute and Money Mace is there. As you rightly said earlier, Ash, uh, the ball came in, the keeper parried it away. It fell to Mount. He just had to stick his laces through it. And my God, did he stick his laces through it? He was not going to let that not be a goal, wasn't he? Um, I just... Oh. I love Mason Mount. I'm not going to talk about Twitter because I'm so bored of them twats who just want to keep digging him out. You have got people in the game who have played past, present, commentators, pundits. Not one person slags off Mason Mount. So I'm, a, I'm ignoring Twitter and everyone's lauding the way he plays. Now, for me, he is our most consistent player and he's the only one who sticks true to his game Every single game. Yeah. Am I exactly. right? Most chances created by a Chelsea player in a game this season with seven against Fulham. He obviously got the winning goal, hit the crossbar, and he had five tackles and interceptions. That's why he's the first name on our team sheet every single week. But they still... Dig him out. Oh, no. <laughs> still dig him out. Honestly, there's something wrong with him because you could pick on literally 10 other players. Don't, mate. I think the, 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 the problem there is just social media. Yeah. Um, you know, let's, 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 let's not beat around the bush. The day mm. that the gates are back in and we're at the match again. For sure. I'd, I'd put money on, we all dream of a team of Mason Mounts being a chant, yeah. being the chant for Mason. Like, I'd put money on it because yeah. a team of 11 players on the pitch fighting how he fights. Mm. And not, he's, no, it, it, do you know what? It's almost too easy and a bit fucking basic for people to turn around and go, oh, he works so hard. He works so hard. Yeah, he does work hard, but he is talented. Yeah. His positioning, his reading of the game, his ability on the ball. People say, he's a, like, you know, he can't pass or whatever. He, his range of passing is better than we realise. Yeah. But yeah. we're just not transitioning enough. We're not transitioning quickly enough. That's the thing. Um, the, the best thing about our game is the press. 
it, it, well, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, we don't have that. We just have a very slow, laboured game. Yeah, it's almost like now we want to give ourselves a chance to get into position so we stand off of that defence when they got the ball. Yeah. The press has just completely stopped. And bear in mind that was one thing that Frank said he really wanted to do. I'm, that's the thing that most surprises me, mm. is that we just don't, don't press. Yeah, um, for sure, mate. I would say as well, like in the last 10 minutes, it did make me have a little bit of a chuckle. I wasn't really laughing about it at the time. Was we seemed to have spent majority of the game passing the ball around... Uh, and then in the last 10 minutes when we needed to protect our our lead and Fulham was still looking quite dangerous when they got their ball, we decided not to pass it around yeah. and yeah. put ourselves in trouble. And I was oh, just yeah. like, this is, everything just feels a bit backward at the moment. <laughs> it's, 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 that, it's, that, it's that thing, isn't it? It's like you've got a 1-0 lead and, you, and you're on a bad run. It's natural to drop deep and want to protect it. You know, the amount of times we saw, look at how many times did we see Jose Mourinho, you know, versions one and two of him, bring on Mikel or, you know, bring on Matic or like with, with 10 minutes to go. And unfortunately, when you do that, you do invite pressure. You're naturally saying, right, we're going to sit back here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, yeah. Do we think it Again, sums up the game? Yeah. But do we think that it sums up the game when Timo has two guilty chances again? Oh, fucking hell. Um, At least he didn't get tackled by a fucking corner flag. This <laughs> it was that, it was just, it was that picture, like, with him and Lamps at the end of the game. Upset me, that did. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. It's really fucking annoying as well. I'm sorry, but I put Werner in my fantasy football team again because he had two games and Frank didn't start him in either. Pissed double, off about that. Double game week. Uh, Haven't seen Zuma on the pitch for even a minute. Are you actually shitting me, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> I had chill well, and all he's done is fucking concede. I have been top of I the genuinely league. feel. I've been top of this fantasy football league, the private one we've got. All oh, right, rub it in. Rub Majority it in. of the game, and Frank has single-handedly ruined my season. There's an inevitable slide going on, a bit like Chelsea right now. <laughs> I just, I genuinely yeah. feel like, obviously, Rudiger's made it back in the team. I genuinely feel... I'll go back to what I said before and it is down to his international appearances. I'm telling you now, March is slowly is creeping too. and I generally believe... We pay his wages. Can I just say that? And I'm not being funny, but the fucking Euros ain't even going to go ahead, are they? Let's be honest. Mm, yeah, no. but you've got March, March international break for no reason. Yeah, well, exactly. I just want to say, though, I felt like with Fulham, it was a hard-fought game. But it was three mm. points in the bag. Everyone walks away happy, not completely, uh, you know, convinced by the performance. But it was something to build on. And um, the only thing I'm going to say um, about Zoom as a mission, apart from my fantasy points have just gone down the drain, um, is that a, a, and the Rudy thing is that actually Rudy for me did not play badly. I actually thought he had a really good game. Did he have but, a again, good enough game though well, to go into the Leicester game today? But no. well, he uh, he was not really tested. The few mm. chances that Fulham, you know, Fulham did cut through us a few times. The reason they didn't score was their own their own fault. It wasn't yeah. that we defended it well. Yeah. So it, it didn't really do much. And for me, the biggest thing is one of the one of the advantages of Zuma and 
Azuma and Silva and Mendy is that they all speak the same language, but, yeah. but Rudiger doesn't. So. Yeah, no, I hear you, I hear you. Right, so now, unfortunately, guys, we've got to move on to Leicester. Before we move on to Leicester, though, I just want to say one thing, like a oh, little bit of perspective. for fuck's sake, just want to try no, and end No, because we've just pod. been moaning, we've just been moaning about oh, yeah, things fair, in the Fulham game, <laughs> yeah. but they were on a pretty good run of form for them. Like I said, Scott Parker had got them there. <laughs> Sorry, Tracy's grabbed her dog. For the second half of the pod. It's not real. Yes. It's not real. <laughs> I didn't it's just a, grab a dog. It's a doorstop <laughs> called Barry. Yeah. Um, he's really kind. So I think she's just, he's just, he's on her shoulder as well. Like, you look like a pirate with like the wrong animal. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but yeah, right. the, Fulham, the, the Fulham thing, like perspective needed. We've been on a bad run of form. They had been playing quite well, defensively astute. And we, we carried on, we carried on, we ground them down and we, we pulled a result out of the bag with, like, when we needed it. We needed that yes. three points. So sure. just to end the Fulham note on a high, um, three points in the bag after a hard-fought victory. Yes, for sure, mate, for sure. So should we talk about Leicester? Well, now I don't really want to. I'm just going to get Barry to talk. Go on then. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, people are going to pick where I'm from. Yeah, well, the beers are kicking in now, aren't they, guys? The beers are kicking in now. Well, I, I did Cheers. promise. I did promise that. Done that me does. I, I can't remember his name now. That was it. Uh, the guy that. Barry um, the bulldog. No, the guy that you wrote the question out from last week, who just joined us. Oh, oh no. Chris. Chris. Yeah, Chris. Chris yeah. Something. Chris. Yeah. Hello, Chris. <laughs> I, I made it quite clear that when I was hey, back, when I was back in bed with the 1905 podcast, I was going to severely lower the tone. He was up for it, so now we've got it. So there we go. <laughs> Sorry, when you were in bed with the 1905 podcast, you were going to lower the tone. Yeah, I was back in bed with you guys. So I was going to lower the tone. So I've just done it back twice. Back in, in bed one... with us, guys. I've just done what it twice. Going, yeah, twice in one sentence. Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just the listener, we're, we're not in bed recording this. Like we are on Zoom. I just meant like, back lockdown, in the bowl. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's better than Rick with his Portuguese internet and his yeah. uh, rabbit holes. Oh, Hello, Rick. Although we would have preferred him to talk about um, sporting Lisbon this evening rather than Chelsea rabbit being Leicester. Rick, <laughs> well, I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about um, another team quickly as well oh, because. No. Uh, yeah, yeah let's know, just Newport. not talk about Leicester. This is great. Yeah. Let's carry on. <laughs> you know, Newport, their goalkeeper scored from a goal kick tonight. Sign him up. <laughs> what? I like Newport. They're that, kind of funky. That's, that's the storm coming in, isn't it? Aren't they Welsh, though? Shouldn't be in the English Football League, in my opinion. But anyway, Leicester. <laughs> Barry's just Over land and <laughs> sea and Leicester. Yeah. Um, yeah. Over land and sea and Leicester. Okay, not so... Tonight. Let's be sensible for just for a second. Um, <laughs> no. So, James, Cho, Tammy, Havertz all pulled in to start this one. Um, mm-hmm. It came out that Giroud uh, was out with an injury thanks to uh, an ankle issue after the Fulham game. Um, yep. Still no Zuma. Big question mm-hmm. why. And mm-hmm. were we surprised that Pudi started? Completely. I'm jumping in there because 
I said it was the first thing I said when I saw that team sheet. Mm. Puddy's done nothing. I like I like the guy. He's a good player. He showed us that when we needed it at the end of last season. Our good run at the end of last season after the project restart um, was largely thanks to his form. Yes. He 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 single handedly took games by the scruff of the neck. But he's been out of form since his injury. He's been woefully out of form. And this is again, I think, the conundrum that we've got with like Frank. Does he play players into form or not? I would have started Callum on the left and Ziyech on the right tonight, sure. personally. Well, can I be honest? So from the Fulham game coming into this one, my general thinking was that Pooley hadn't done enough. He no. he was pretty poor against Fulham. I don't think I'm, I'm out of order saying that. Um, <laughs> and I thought at least with Ziyech, he created. He had a pop yeah. from outside the box. He was willing exactly. to have a go. Sometimes... That's what you need. All this walking yeah. into the box business doesn't work. So yeah. the fact that he actually would take an opportunity, he and he can pick that pass. He's so yeah, fabricous. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. It, it takes one moment from him, I think, to create yeah. something yeah. special. And I was so shocked to not see him in the side tonight. I agree. I know Jordan. We've said that before as well about Ziyech. Like he just every now and again, that just that one ball with his left foot in it. Yeah, no, exactly, mate. All it takes is just that, like you said, one that one decisive ball and one of our players to be in the correct spot at the back post. And it's it's there, man. He's well, a game even changer. the back post, like look at that goal Anywhere. against Morecambe with yeah, Callum true. getting in. Yeah, that spot, touch, like. that touch was that touch. The, the fact that oh, I love that goal. I love well, that not goal. only that, since, well, since Ben Chilwell come out and said that that's what they've been working on in training, I haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> that's because we haven't had both, both of them been missing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but that yeah, was, I would, I, for, me, for me, the big question marks, so there were three significant question marks on the lineup tonight. The first one was to go with uh, Pulisic. I just don't think he's informed. I don't think he's trying too hard. He's a he's a quality player, no doubt about that. You know, and we want we want to see the best of him. But when it's not happening, you play players who are in form. And as the last twenty minutes showed against Fulham, Callum was in form. Um, the other question mark was again Rudiger getting the nod over Zuma. Um, we've already explained our reasons behind that sort of question mark when we spoke about the Fulham game. So I'm not going to go into that on a big one. Uh, and the, the, the biggest question mark for me was the midfield, the lack of bite, the lack of a natural DM. We put Kovacic there, Havertz right, Mount left. There's just no natural DM. Oh, well, I just want to jump in with that one about Kovacic because I think that worked so nicely in the second half for against Fulham where uh, Kovacic sat back and it allowed... Um, it was a different game. Mount but yeah, it was a but I think game. that was the thinking behind it that actually the impact that had was so much better. Yes, I agree I just, with you. Leicester were are you're... and are a completely different beast. They're now sitting top of the tree, and yeah. they have had some incredible results recently. Yeah, but for you look sure. at their mid their midfield too. They've got Ndidi and Tielemans. They've got a naturally defensive player in Ndidi who pops yeah. up with a goal tonight, and they've got Tielemans who plays between the lines. So they've got yep. the balance. We with, with our midfield free tonight, we did not have any of that balance. None yeah. of that balance. It was Kovacic very disjointed. Play under pressure, but he's not Kovacic is not the man to mop up. And we needed that desperately. We missed Kante a lot tonight. Yeah. Um, 
And I know, sorry to take your job, Jordan, because I know you're the stato. Stato. You crack on, mate. You go for it, boy. You go for it. If you look at if you look at midfielders tonight, right? So on the opposition, Tielemans, two progressive passes, two for attacking midfielders. They scored two goals. He's now attacking midfielders tonight. Two progressive passes. And Didi, one progressive pass. Tielemans, he, he regained possession twice. And Didi, the naturally more defensive one, regained possession four times. Kovacic, three progressive passes. So better than both of the, the, the Leicester midfielders, which sort of says he's not a defensive midfielder. Five possession regains. Mason Mount, seven progressive passes, 12 possession regains. Wow. Now, highlighting the fact that our midfield was a bit more unbalanced, it also highlights just how fucking good Mason Mount is. Yeah. 12 yeah. times he took the ball from a Leicester player or intercepted a pass and gave it to a blue shirt. Uh, well, yep. an ice blue shirt, should I say. Wow. <laughs> and I just think that's it. I just think, I think that midfield for me, we, I, said, I said this weeks ago, didn't I? Was it the Arsenal game? Whenever it was, I said, we will lose this game in midfield or we will win this game in midfield. Yeah. I can't remember which game it was. Yeah, I think it was. And Arsenal. since then, that balance has not come back. We've just we, we are lacking a midfield. We've got six creative players on the pitch. I think my my issue tonight, and I actually don't want to dwell on this one too much because I don't want us to rumble on with just whinging all the time. But um, in in five minutes we were undone by a really shit goal. Our heads went down. Uh, uh, we lacked confidence of any kind across any area of the pitch at that point. Sure. Someone to take it by the bollocks and just go, we're only five minutes into this game. Yes, we're one down. It's unfortunate. It was a pretty shit goal. But as it progressed, I felt like we got worse and they ended up with two goals that were completely avoidable. It was it was the second goal that killed us. Sorry, Jordan, I'm just jumping in again. Um, you go for at it, one mate. Nil, at 1-0, we had a penalty shout, which in the end resulted in a free kick just outside the box. Yeah. Could easily have been given as a pen. Easily. Oh, I didn't I think, think so. I think, Do you want me to be honest? I didn't think so. I think, it, I think the like... foul started... No, the, con- the initial contact started outside, but it carried on. And it, it, the, the actual time that our player lost control of the ball, which is that's the moment the foul's committed, when you lose control of the ball as a result, that happened inside, just inside, for me. But uh, we can't moan about decisions. Either way, we could have we could have pulled it back to one or with a penalty. That weren't to be. But then conceding that second goal, that killed us. That absolutely killed us. And you could see it. Players were shouting at each other, moaning at each other. Like nobody wanted to fucking rally the troops. It was all negative. All uh-huh. I saw yeah. from them was negative. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to ask a question as well, because we have just come off the back of the Fulham game where we were saying that for 20 minutes, Callum was... He was everything we needed him to be. Dynamic, running at defenders, you know, really driving forward, never looking back. Like, that's what we love about him. Um, In our eyes, he played his way into that Fulham starting lineup. Didn't happen. Tonight, Frank takes the decision to put Callum in. I felt with very little uh, bite. So, but is that because... 
the front three were switching around. Like, I was so confused. Tammy was picking up balls where I was expecting Callum to pick them up. And, Tam, and, and Callum was up front. And I was like, I didn't understand what was going on at that point. I didn't understand the switch. I didn't think anyone really knew what they were doing or where they should be. Um, but it, it, I've said about Callum before that we were concerned about him because it looked like he was trying too hard and then he was he, he wasn't he was looking off the pace uh then he looks like he should be playing his way into the starting lineup then he starts a game then i think he doesn't give us what we're looking for so at what point then do we look at callum that he actually is a starter because he seems far more effective off the bench when the opposition are are, are more tired in my opinion, do you agree with that, Jordan? Yeah, I do. I do agree <laughs> with that. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I just think like you know, we were all sort of crowing for it to happen, and then when it happens, it just doesn't happen for him. I just, I feel, I don't know, it's, it's a confusing thing. I just think, like, I understand that, you know, you've got to adapt to games and and have different lineups and stuff, but I, I just think at the moment there's so much chop and changing. I agree entirely, mate. Mm. So entirely. much chop and changing, I think, you know, man. We look, at, look at that forward three. Look at that forward three. We've had Ziyech on the right, Pulisic on the left, Tammy in the middle. We've had the same two wide men with Werner in the middle. We've had the same two wide men with Giroud in the middle. We've had Werner on the left, uh, fucking um, uh, Havertz on the right at the start of the season, and Werner in the middle or Tammy in the middle. Like, it's just, it, how can anyone find consistency when it's chopped and changed? So it's even a midfield though, as well. I agree. I agree. Const- midfield, we, we thought we, we, we found our best 11. Uh, well, I and just, now at the back, I, we had Dave last week with Rudy. A week before we had Dave and Zuma. Look at, look at Liverpool. I hate to say it, but look at their team. Look at their title winning team. Blech. And their front three. They fucking played every game. Yeah. They did against the fucking Villa and under twenty three the other night. And I'm not even being funny. They have, they still, they ideally without them. I, oh shit, sorry, mate. I know they've got Shakiri. Uh, but they, yeah, I mean, I mean, they, they, the I just, they just are, did. They hardly changed it. They now got Jota. They've got, they've got Origi. defined. Yeah, yeah they so then... it's mad, mate. It's just mad. Like I, like, like I said, I think that there's way too much chop and change at the moment. So there begs I... the question: Then is that because at the moment, based on form, the only person you can 100 percent pick each game is Mount? Mount. Yeah. So exactly. based on form, is he trying to to play players into form, or is he yeah. now trying to find? what he thinks should be his best 11. Both. But... It's both, both, mate. I think I think Lampard, I love him to pieces. I think he's confused on what he he's wants. He's a very steep learning curve, but... Yeah. He's, yeah, confused is right, mate. Like, he... We've, we, we seem to be hell-bent on 4-3-3 now. Hell-bent. And we said yeah. at the start of this season, there was a square peg round hole situation. 
And then what we've done is we've lost injuries and stuff. And rather than change the shape and try and practice something else, like Liverpool can do that with Minamino and uh, who did we say? Origi, Origi, whatever his fucking name is, Shakiri. Uh, those players, they've got a defined way of playing. They've got a standard 11. And then those players are drafted in as the exception to the rule. Whereas we don't have the rule yeah. established. We don't have it. We're just drafting players in and chopping and changing, hoping that something clicks, hoping. Um, it's, it's all very hopeful at the moment. But unfortunately, hope only gets you so far. And when things aren't going your way, it, as we saw tonight, heads go down, arguments... I think it is a confusion, confused thing because if it was playing players into form, I understand that's always sort of a start of maybe what you think is your starting lineup. Mm-hmm. If you, if they're not playing that great, that would be sort of the start because you've got to think about it. It'd be like at the start of a season, think about it. It'd be they, we want to get off to a great start. And then from that point, push on. But I just feel like I don't think apart from Mount and, and Mendy Eve, and Chilwell, because obviously Chilwell, he starts most of the matches. Mendy, Premier mm-hmm. League, starts most of the matches. Mount starts most of the matches. The rest of the squad, constantly chopping and changing. Reese James, mm-hmm. as Bill Equator, constantly changing. Yeah, uh, yeah I think I actually said to, to someone earlier on Twitter, um, is that I understand up till now, like we've had an awful lot of injuries. And so yeah. we were having to patchwork and, and make do and people weren't happy with Werner on the left, but I don't know, as it happens, I actually think Werner was all right on the left, to be fair. Still creating mm. chances. It was the woodwork that was denying him, not the fact that he wasn't getting into that area. Um, yeah. Uh, and now we've got them back. It's uh, but then you know, like we said, we don't think Pauli's come back with the same sort of venom. Uh, CS is going to need a bit of time. Like he was out for a long time, but at least he is, you know, popping in a lovely ball every now and then. Like there's no rhyme or reason as to why at the minute this isn't working. Like every player that's called upon, in my opinion, should be able to play a game of football. Now it it's so disjointed, it's so slow, it's we're so undisciplined, indisciplined, undisciplined. But that's all coming from the changes, Trace. That is that is like Jordan's saying. This is, we're just making too many changes now. How can I get into any rhythm? Yeah, they should all be capable. Hmm. But you send if you send me to work with ten different people every day of the week, I will not do as good a job as if I was working with the same ten people every day of the week. Yeah, I think there's yeah, so... Yeah, it's that, yeah, it's that, yeah, it's that sort of... I understand you... There's a difference between... There's a line between uh, adapting to any match. And I understand there's also uh, uh, injuries that you have to adapt to. And, and But I just, like Ash said, like we all agree, I know we do, it's, just, it's constant change. Every single match is completely different lineup. Every single match, like we literally, none of us Chelsea fans, and we can't be, you can't, you've got to be true to yourself. None of us Chelsea fans never ever know what the lineup's going to be. No, it's always no, it's, a bit of a surprise. And, yeah. and, and and then for, you think we played, you know, the reason that Timo uh, got started as centre forward against Morecambe and Havertz got started was to get them to build some confidence. confidence. Yeah. And they both scored, they both played yeah. good games. And then the next and match, they they're not there. And it's like, you, you know, it's stop-start. 
for me. Yeah, I agree with that, actually. Yeah, I agree with that. I think we need to keep building on each good result. What was the the point? Like, they were going through a bad period. Sorry to jump. No, 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 you carry on. Oh, he's fallen off his stool. He's fallen off his chair. We actually (laughs) thought, with Rick not being here tonight, we were going to have no (laughs) issues, and Jordan has just gone and literally fallen flat on his face. He's fallen off his chair. It's that dog. The dog's eating him. (laughs) The deaf dog. He's he's had enough. (laughs) What does Barry think of that? What does Barry think of that? (laughs) (laughs) That's what he thinks. Uh, We'll have to wait for him to rejoin, but... I think uh, it is. Yeah. It's just it's just chop and change. It's chop and change at the moment. That isn't working. I get the reason, but for me, I I I, I feel like we're crying out for a change in formation, a change in tactics. I think yeah. at the point it's not working, it needs to change. I I would go two up top. I'd go diamond two. I'd almost do what Leicester did tonight. You know, they 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 went sort of with a standard two midfielders, but one slightly more attacking and one more defensive. Mason Mount can play the the Tielemans role. Yeah, um, Kante can play the Indeedy. I mean, the Indeedy role is, is he's just literally done Kante's job. Can we um, argue at this point? And it it, it was playing on my argue? mind. Let's have one. Yeah, it was playing on my <laughs> mind for the entire game. In that I'm looking at it now and thinking, right, we started with Werner looking void of any confidence. Havertz looking mm. a bit shaky. We know we know like we know why. Like he's been through COVID. It's not been very kind to him. He wasn't one that escaped easily. Um I, I just don't know whether we've gone from those two players like looking like they were not in the game to now many more players looking like they they're not got their game faces on. Are we now suffering uh, like a lack of confidence throughout the squad? Completely. I think that was evident tonight against Leicester. Mm, like I the, the, so. we, it, it was as soon as that as soon as they scored that goal. It don't matter whether we can see the good team goal or it goes in off someone's shin or someone's back fucking side. Like we go a goal down and it's like oh, here we go again. And then we start we, it takes us 5 minutes. 10 minutes and then we build a little bit of confidence we go on the front foot and we overcommit or you know they score a breakaway goal and it's 2-0 game's dead and they're moaning at each other and that's I think that's the problem with the chopping and changing we're not building any resilience by yeah. chopping and changing and yeah. without that resilience it's easy to just give up not give uh, give up's harsh but unfortunately I think that, that maybe that is what we're seeing other than Mason Mount hmm. players are giving up it's uh, not going that way. Okay, so then it begs the question then, why can Mason Mount, no matter what, who, or anything that's going on around him, ha- how does he continue to perform then and others aren't? It begs the question, doesn't it? I think it's... Uh, I, I'd have to say it's psychological. To, it is the honest answer to that. But, I feel but like my- so Mason, Mount, Mason, Mason Mount's game doesn't rely on anybody else it is completely proactive I'm going to win the ball back I'm going to make something happen I'm going to time my run I'm going to do this everyone else seems to be waiting for a ball in or waiting for a, a defensive partner to pick somebody up or waiting for do, do, there's any do you know what I mean like they're relying yeah, on yeah. somebody else whereas Mount's game he plays in isolation he will just go and do it like we said tonight 12 times he regained possession he took the ball off a Leicester player and gave it to a Chelsea player 12 times more than anybody on the pitch more than any two players on the pitch combined my only worry is is that you know um 
if there's that one player who is proactive, who is solely happy with his game, knowing what he's going to do, bearing in mind that Mason Mount is the singled out player at Chelsea who um, has suffered the abuse that he's suffered. Everything else to yeah. do with the team is put on Lampard's shoulder. So yeah, yeah. he's the only one. His family have been affected. Oh, it's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. Look at Brendan so Rodgers' how, comments before but, the game tonight. But but my point is with that, sorry, just to because I want to make sure that I, right. it's understood, is that if Mason Mount, under that kind of pressure from his own supposed fans and mm. his family having to come off of social media and, you know, it, it clearly affecting him and his family, he could step out on that pitch, game in, game out, with zero worries on his shoulder to play his game. I don't understand, in essence, how someone else cannot step into... I even thought tonight, and as harsh as this sounds, Reese and Ben were taught total lessons tonight. Then yeah, two, and Callum. Yeah. Callum was shit tonight. And, and I just think, you know, like, they're the ones we rely on. We're, they're the ones we're relying on to not have a shit game. Silver, Chilwell, Reese. Again, I think, with, I think with the fullbacks, I think they're relying on a centre-back partnership that's established, mm. that communicates, that is solid, that they can trust, so that they can then push a little bit higher up the pitch. But unfortunately, we've changed it again. We've got Rudiger at the back, who doesn't speak the same language as our international captain. Um, I'll come on to that in a second. But for me, I think Chilwell and Reese James are probably lacking a little bit of confidence in the centre-back partnership. When that happens, Mendy's lacking a little bit of confidence. I think Mason Mount has got the right mentality and he will go out to prove every hater wrong. Because he's at the start of his career. He, he's got a long path ahead of him. Similar to Frank Lampard, that day when a West Ham fan turned around mm. in a press conference and said to Harry Redknapp, you should drop Frank Lampard and play fucking the, the geezer whose name no one remembers. Mm. And he said, no, I'll tell you what, Frank's going to the very top because of the way he trains, the way he plays. And Mason Mount is the same. He goes out with a point to prove. He, he won't let anything bother him. He's going to go out and do it. And I think it we need more of that. It's but also funny. Mason Mount has been given every game. He plays every game. He can. He he's built. He, he's got confidence because he's trusted. But Whereas then he's no one also else... playing with different people around him each week. But but he's he, he doesn't rely on that. Mm. If no one's giving him the ball, he, he goes and gets it back. The other thing I wanted to say as well, which actually I had a chat with Jordan before we started. Um, uh, he's gone, by the way. He can't get back on. Um, he can't get back on? No, it's oh, just me and you to close it, basically. Um, the dog's eating him. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the, the only thing I will say is that um, I said to Jordan, if Frank, Frank made a comment before the game that he felt like Havertz and Callum deserved to start tonight because of what they've been doing in training, hoping that they could going to continue their progress now as I said to Jordan I personally I don't think you can pick a player based on training Eden Hazard was the laziest bastard going yeah. training yeah you didn't drop him for it because he no. performed on the pitch now I understand yeah. that that if Frank's looking at his own work ethic and how he approached his training and how he would stay behind and how he would get everything absolutely nailed on before he was happy to go on, like go home, that brilliant. If we've got players like that, amazing. But I don't think you can. And if this is what Frank's judging it on, I think that's why we're seeing so many changes, which in essence potentially is affecting our overall game. But I still I don't the, expect like a player to come on and 
you know, lose a, I thought Pooley and, um, uh, sorry, I can't think. Pooley and somebody else tonight literally couldn't keep hold of the ball. They lost it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. We were seeing a lot of straight passes and stuff. For me, it's, I think it's the changes. Um, we're seeing too many changes and that then is causing the, the main problem. Um, I mean, we could go around the houses all night long saying the same thing. Yeah. For me, I'm going to put my fucking cock on the block and say, <laughs> I uh, I think Mason Mount should be made captain. I do too. I'm glad yeah. you agree. Yeah, I, 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 I think Silver, okay, respect Silver's uh, experience in the game, but I think we should be rewarding Mason Mount. And you look at Brendan Rogers' comments before the game, you know, and it might be that the internet trolls can't see it it's too easy for them to say oh he was on loan at derby so frank loves him he's his son he starts so him every Tamori. game where's he yeah yeah well that's another pod um but i think um as, as good as silver is i think mason mount is the future of this club he's not even the future he is the now yeah and i would i would stick that armband on him and I think that is a good way to end this because, as you said, I think we could go round and round in circles. We're now looking forward to an FA Cup weekend uh, with facing Luton, who we are no strangers to playing over the years. We've had quite a few battles with them. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just looking that actually, you know, we need it. I don't think Luton can't be taken lightly, as I don't think any team can beat it, if you want me to be honest. But I'm fully expecting us to win this weekend. And... Mm. I we think, need to. I think it's about time we started building on that. The same way we did, you know, when we we didn't get to a 15-17 game run, beaten run, whatever it was. We didn't get to that, you know, by fannying about. So I think I'll, ch I'll, I'll change formation. Okay. Well, we we potentially will see that in the FA Cup, in my opinion. It's going to stick with four three three, I think. But I think we're desperately, desperately in need of a change. I just before we if do we're wrap this up, go I, on. I do just want to say, like, there's an awful lot of, of uh, talk about Frank having a meeting tomorrow and this, that, and the other. Yeah. I don't want to think about that at the moment. My personal opinion is, no matter how things are going at the moment, we've seen better. I think we will see better, and I do not want to be in a managerial merry-go-round again where. We're not going to see this through. I mean, people liken it and people don't like the fact that it's likened to, but Klopp didn't get Liverpool where they are today by being sacked in his mm. second season. So can no. we just and, and, you know, out? Players like Reese James, Mason Mount, Callum Hudson-Odoi, Kai Havertz, they're not bought for the here and now. They are, well, not bought, but developed or purchased for the here and now. They are for the future. Yeah, and I agree. Let them let them grow and develop under one manager. Yeah, just, I just agree. The, you know, it's a project. It, it's also been a stop-start project, and it, it isn't us that's just having these random results thrown in the faces. It's happening mm. to everybody. It's been a very weird couple of seasons. We've got the yeah, nine teams. Nine teams rooms. have been top of the league. Nine teams. This year, it's never happened before. Well, we all keep saying how boring the Premier League is when someone runs away with it by Christmas and now you've got your wish that it isn't people want to moan. So, you know. Yeah, I think we should just cancel it. Cancel the season. Ah. COVID. 
<laughs> no, I'd quite like, like, well, I actually said earlier in the group chat, lockdown 3.0 was hard enough to take. And the only thing you get to look forward to is seeing your game, you know, your team play like twice a week. It's the dream. We're carrying on with this. We're not being left in limbo and trying to fill our wow. time. And yeah, now we're thinking, yeah. Uh, might take up knitting. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. just a different sport. I wish the golf courses were open. Yeah, I know, madness. Um, <laughs> well, it was lovely to have you and Jordan for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> we can say what we want about him now. He's gone. No, oh, he's such a prick, isn't he? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, me and Barry, going to say goodbye to you, Ash. Thank you so much. And I hope everybody has enjoyed listening to us ranting, basically. Yeah. I mean, we know that, you know, it's not great after a loss, but... Fuck it. You can't have it all your own way all the time, can you? Stick with it through the sun and rain. Absolutely. Keep the blue flag flying high. Keep the blue flag flying high.